Greetings, guys and gals. Join me here at Success Over Stress, where the goal is to strengthen strategies that will defeat doubt, cure complacency, and strangle stress. I'm on the road to a healthier, happier, and stress-controlled life by taking control of my financial situation. With the right direction, so can you. Okay, guys, it is June 19th. This is Juneteenth. I hope that you guys know the significance of the day. I won't take the time to educate you, but um, yeah, if, if you spent the past several years enjoying July the 4th, then maybe, maybe if you live in the United States and you, uh, you celebrate independence in its truest form and you and you celebrate uh, unity and brotherhood and peace and civility and maybe you'll take the time to understand what Juneteenth is about and, um, and and embrace it so oh and recently it was just uh, signed into law to be a, a, a federal holiday as well so then we got that going for us but today's podcast is about nonprofits, and I tell you, I actually have not been very busy, guys, over the last couple months. I hadn't talked to you since April, guys. What we gonna do? I tell you, I haven't really done. I won't say I haven't done a lot. I've, I've, you know, I, I, I told you guys that uh, I started into the world of stocks and day trading and that kind of thing, and I haven't gotten. I won't say I haven't gotten far. I say that I have been still working through the pri- through the process. It's I've been making progress working through the process, and it is not an easy step. Um, n- none of it is. None of it is. But I'm learning that, and I've heard it all along. But I'm learning that you really have to run the um, your your investment. Um, your investment strategy in stocks and day trading, you really have to run it like a business, such as any other business, right? My, my real estate business, I run it like a business. I run it truly like a business. And um, I, I, I don't falter too much as far as that goes. But when it comes to the stocks, I think I kind of started off into it, just kind of wanting to get my hands a little, a little dirty, wanted to get my feet wet. So I really approached it from a hobby standpoint, from a kind of um, trial and error standpoint. I, I really didn't approach it from a let's really get studied up. Let's really make uh, logistical um, moves. And once again, you know, reassess and make sure that we're moving forward in the right direction. So anyway, uh, I'm not terribly in the hole on the stocks, but I have I have learned quite a bit even in the last couple of weeks, man. Since January, I probably read twelve books on stocks. Not to say that that's great or that I now have the magic key, but I'm just saying that I read twelve books and I still don't have it figured out. So, if um, if anybody's interested in really getting down and dirty with stocks, then yeah, all, all I'm saying is just 
please do your homework. Please make sure that you go in um, well-informed. Let's see. So the most recent thing about the stocks, though, is last week I made a poor trade. And that being said, I actually, I, I, I now follow, I'm trying to follow a strategy I'm following a set of rules, a set of consequences, and one of the consequences for behaving poorly is that I'm not able to actively trade for a week, and so I'm adhering to that. And, and because once again, what I love about stocks, what I love about sitting behind a computer and and looking at the patterns, day trading, that kind of thing, is that you are your boss. Um, so as such, you have to reward your, uh, your your moments of success, but then also you have to you you have to be critical and i mean you can you can do it in a, in a positive manner but but you do have to uh be critical of of your failures and that doesn't mean that you're negative or that you're down on yourself that just means that you call a failure or you call a um uh you call regression what it is you, you know you you missed a step or you didn't pay attention to a step or you faltered but either way pay attention to it What's the action plan? How are we going to correct that? Right. So that's what happens when you're at your job. And that's why everybody likes to be a worker bee. I don't want to say everybody. That's why people are worker bees, because it's easy. Because your boss tells you, hey, need that paperwork in. And you say, oh, OK. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I get my paperwork in. But in, in, the, in the sense of stocks and that kind of thing, you are in control. Biggest problem is, especially, I don't want to say especially, but we have kind of created a system in the United States where not a lot of people are uh, money conscious, where they're financially savvy, where they understand economics. And so that being said, that's why a lot of people don't get into stocks because one, they don't even understand the economics, the basic budgeting uh, principles that allows them to keep what they have, right? Now, I understand it and I still, like I said, from this standpoint, from the stock standpoint, Knowing that I came into it for, for kind of fun and expecting to lose money, I'm like okay with losing money. But at this point, I said, hey, man, wait a minute. I, I expected to lose some money, but that doesn't mean that I have to lose money. And that doesn't mean that I should allow my, my strategies and my, um, my progression to be stunted because I'm not willing to do what it takes to do better. So now I'm doing better and um, hopefully we have a better update for you in the future. However, this podcast was not about stocks. It's about nonprofits and uh, I'm going to keep it short. Uh, 16th, June 16th is about the time when uh, my buddy Carlos Banish and I, I think he was on a podcast about adversity, maybe. But um, we got the we got our official letter back from the secretary of state that our nonprofit has been created or chartered if you will is uh, uh we're an official nonprofit organization in the state of north carolina so we can operate as such and we've got our uh, employer identification number from the federal government all that good stuff today juneteenth is a saturday we actually went out and did our first gig right so we picked up some some perishables or we, we got some water some granola bars apples oranges that kind of thing put them in paper bags and went around the neighborhood in greensboro north carolina around smith homes if anybody knows about it and we 
just dropped off some bags to people who could who could benefit from just a little something just a little something a little something extra and so and honestly it's it's just it's coming from a good place it's coming from the heart it's coming from a good place so uh, maybe not everybody was will see the gesture the same but um it's it's definitely coming from the from the right place so you can always do bigger you can always do better but people don't always do gotta do something gotta do something all right so why give back all right i did find a article it was um it was published or produced by the university of chicago booth school of business and Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. And they actually did a, a study just to see what the effects were on people when they gave money versus when they kept money for themselves. So essentially the experiment, uh, this one experiment included 96 participants and they received $5 every day for five days. And then they were randomly assigned to either spend the money on themselves or on someone else. So after the five days, it kind of looked at everybody's, uh, I guess they um, polled everyone. And the the folks who made the charitable donations, they, the, the joy um, of making the donation didn't, didn't wane after the, after the fifth day. Um, so that's, that's definitely a good thing. And likewise, there was a second online experiment, um, a similar kind of thing. I think folks played like 10 rounds of a word puzzle. And by the end of the 10 rounds, they had like 50 cents. And so they could either donate it to a charity of their choice or they could keep it for themselves and, and report how they uh, how they felt. And, you know, people overall felt better donating it. But there's. You know, there's other research to support or purport that uh, there's there's benefits, uh, psychological, emotional benefits of uh, of giving, of donating. And one of the things I did see on there was that um, I think one of the one of the, the 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 study, not the participants, but one of the folks, the researchers, actually mentioned that. Also, during like volunteering or doing something for others, you can look outside of um, or actually you, you, you don't look outside. So you, you spend more time in the moment. Right. Um, versus if you're doing something for yourself, a lot of times you're looking outwardly. You're looking um, at the outward result, what it can get you. When you're doing it for somebody else, you're experiencing the moment. You 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 um, are present, and I, I can say that I I'm that 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 that's true for me. Like when I'm working on a house or, or working on something to actually um, get me more money, right? So working on the business, working on one of the houses. Or even working on these stocks, right? My 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 mind is okay, but how much money is this going to get me? Okay, H- how is this going to uh, increase my net worth? Uh, how is this going to add to um, 
income at the end of the month so that my my expenses are covered right so i'm always thinking about the effect but like when we were doing the volunteer work the the, the charity work today i mean it was all about the moment it was really i mean and i enjoyed it i i really i'm gonna be honest with you guys for somebody like myself who spends so much time um tracking for the future planning for the future um everything about the future i i and i've talked to my buddies about this i mean i i've gotten lost in my in the present eric i i've gotten lost before because i do i spend so much time in the future that i don't spend a lot of time in the present and it it be it can become exhausting when like you get to the point where you're like you know who am i who am i i don't know who i am i'm this guy that's just moving in place trying to get to be that guy and you know i'm on track to be that guy but in the meantime you know who am i now so gotta be you gotta be thankful for what you've got and that's exactly why i wanted to go ahead and move forward with uh creating the the nonprofit organization and just making it happen because there's no time like the present and the future i mean the future is the future it's there it's gonna be there or it's not right i mean plan for it but don't stress over it don't don't stress don't stress over it i mean this is excess over stress so and this is one of the tenets of my of my mission, of my vision statement for myself for 2022 is that I'm doing something for the community that I'm actively engaged. So uh, 2022, boom, I'm already in your face. You know what I mean? So got the nonprofit going and um, got some other some other friends that are interested in kind of getting um, engaged with it as well. So uh, the outreach, I think, will be great and community needs it. The community needs it. We're still going through the uh, the effects and the after effects and the cleanup from the um, the kind of the breakdown the um, the issues that the pandemic has caused. So we're getting back to it. All right, I got one quote for you, and then I've got two facts. The quote is from Muhammad Ali. It says, and I quote. Service to others is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. End quote. And yeah, I mean, it's a lot of us people here on earth. And honestly, there are some folks who feel they don't need others. There's some people who yeah, can't really stand others. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we are here with everyone else and everything else. And if you can't respect and if you can't support those others that are here with you, then um, then your existence is 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 going to be a lonely one. I can tell you that. And I've never heard anybody say that lonely is fun. Um, lonely can be reflective, but uh, at some point you gotta you gotta come back to civilization. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. That's what I love about life. It's all up to your interpretation. All right. Let's see. Fact number one. 
What is a nonprofit? This is simple. There's a definition. Fact number one: a nonprofit organization does not distribute its funds or assets to owners or shareholders, but instead uses its capital to help pursue community-based objectives. And that's what we're doing with our nonprofit. We are a tax-exempt nonprofit. We're a charitable organization, and uh, we don't. We're we're not in it to uh, to make money. And um, yeah, this is uh, I, I, for me. It's important because, like I said, I spend so much time in the pursuit of money and that kind of thing that um, it's good to be able to take a breath and say, "Hey, hey, this is for you." This is for you. All right. And then fact number two is uh, is uh, this is a myth buster. It's that nonprofits can't lobby. And the reality is that, well, and this is a quote from councilofnonprofits.org. And it says, the reality is every charitable nonprofit can and should make its voice heard on issues that are important to its mission and to the people or cause the nonprofit serves. As advocates, nonprofits are sometimes required to speak up about policies, law, laws, and regulations. Lobbying by nonprofits is permitted by law. However, this is a however. However, tax-exempt charitable nonprofit organizations are not permitted to engage in partisan political activities such as supporting or opposing any candidate for public office. Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? So, uh, like I said, not all nonprofits are like tax exempt. You know, they can get around the taxes and that kind of thing. But then at the same time, the ones who are tax exempt, once again, like the charitable nonprofit organizations, like you can't get a break on taxes from the federal government. Um, which is comprised of, you know, which is like bipartisan or, you know, multipartisan, whatever. It's, it's got everybody. Um, you can't look for breaks there. And then at the same time, you take a side in uh, like partisan politics. You, you, as, as the nonprofit entity, you can't, you can't take a side there because, um, whichever side you take now the opposing candidate is like hey but wait a minute you know you you're still benefiting from uh tax exemptions that uh are born on both sides of the of the party lines so i don't want you to have the tax exemptions (laughs) from from my side of the aisle so anyway all right guys i think we made it long enough um probably be making it shorter in the future that way we can try to get a few more podcasts in because i haven't been on here in two months so i try to do better all right this is eric i'm out peace